Hello everyone, I'm Paul, and I would like to welcome you to the very first episode of the Wild Spirit Podcast. Today we are going to talk about Earth Day. Why are we talking about Earth Day today? Well, this year, many of you may not have realized it, but on April 22nd, we celebrated the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. That's right. Earth Day has been around for 50 years. Um, the first Earth Day, if you're not very good at math, I'll do it for you. It was on April 22nd, 1970. So what is the history of Earth Day? I'm sure all of you have heard Earth Day. Maybe you celebrate it each year. Uh, maybe you've heard the saying Earth Day every day. So what is Earth Day? Why do we have an Earth Day? Where to come from? Well, that's what we're going to cover in this episode. Um, first of all, let's figure out where did this Earth Day thing come from? Um, did we just pop it out of nowhere, just land it on Earth? Hey, Earth Day! It wasn't that simple, um, but it was kind of simple. You see, back in 1970, early 1970, there was a lot going on in this country um, as far as the environment goes. There was a lot of pollution, there was a lot of air pollution, water pollution, um, pollution on the land. Uh, there was a lot of forgetfulness as far as Mother Nature goes. And what do I mean by forgetfulness? Well, what I mean is people were forgetting that this is our planet. This is nature that takes care of us. Uh, without a clean planet, we won't survive. Uh, without a healthy planet, we won't survive. Uh, if we overuse our resources, we won't survive. And what are we doing? All of those things. So people started to be aware that, oh, there's a problem. But unfortunately, it wasn't a lot of people. Um, everyone was going about their daily lives. There was a war going on at the time. In 1970, the Vietnam War was going on. Um, a lot of college students, a lot of people protesting the war. They didn't agree with it. And so their minds were elsewhere. They were just going about their daily lives, not thinking about Mother Nature and not seeing all these small problems that were happening, all these things that were happening to our planet that was destroying it, um, making it unhealthy. Okay, so fortunately, there was someone who was paying attention, who saw all that was happening. And he didn't like it. And he wanted to do something about it. Okay, his name was Senator Gaylord Nelson from Wisconsin. Yes, I did say Senator. So he was a politician. And he knew he had the power to make a difference. But he was just one senator. There's a lot of senators out there who weren't paying attention. So he felt that the only way he was going to get the rest of the senators, Congress, the government to pay attention was if a lot of people made it worthwhile for them to pay attention. So the thing that was on most people's minds at the time was the Vietnam War. And of course, their daily lives as well. So how is Gaylord Nelson going to bring the attention to all these people so that they could bring the attention to the government. Well, 
he actually realized that there's already a great movement going on with the colleges. Okay, there's a lot of energy from these war protests that he could use for his own environmental purposes. So what he did is he got together a group of people that would organize this whole celebration of Mother Earth. And they decided, well, we're going to pick one day, we're going to get as many people involved, and we're going to bring the attention to as many people as possible that there's issues going on here that need to be addressed. Now, they figured, let's feed off of this energy from the war protests, and so let's hit up the colleges. And that's what they did. They started to send out messages to the colleges all over the country. They started to visit them and they started to build this movement within the colleges. Now, why are, what day are they going to pick to do all this? Well, that was a problem because, like I said, there's a lot of protests going on already over the war. They wanted one day of celebration for Mother Nature to bring everyone's attention to, hey, there's problems. We need to fix them. Let's do it now. They decided, how can we get the most people? You're not going to get them a spring break. Everyone's off on vacation doing their own thing. Uh, you're not going to get them after school closes because it's summertime. They're either off at a job, they're getting their internships going, or they're just enjoying the summer. So they decided we are going to do it between those days. So we're going to do it between spring break and between the end of school. So they looked at the calendar, picked a Saturday in April, which just happened to be the 22nd. Now, ever since then, Earth Day has always been on April 22nd. And that's why, because it falls between spring break and the end of school. Now, the first Earth Day, it actually was bigger than they expected it. Millions of people all over the country, in the, at the universities, in large cities, they got together and they celebrated our planet. They brought attention to what was going on. It made national news and it brought the attention to everyday citizens who were like, wait a minute, I didn't realize this was happening. It brought the attention to them and they started saying, hey, we need to make a difference. Now you get millions of people together saying we need to make a difference. Your politicians are going to pay attention. And they did. So what changes did it make? Did this first Earth Day really make a difference? Was this whole plan, all the work that went into it, was it worth it? Yeah, it was. So what did happen after the first Earth Day celebration? Well, first of all, the creation of the EPA the Environmental Protection Agency. That was created in late 1970. So same year as the first Earth Day. It didn't take long for them to put this organization together. For those of you who are not familiar with the EPA, just like the name says, Environmental Protection Agency, um, it was a branch of the government that was basically put together to 
help watch over the planet. So it's kind of like the environmental watchdogs. There was a creation of Clean Water Act, the Clean Air Act, the Endangered Species Act eventually. So all of these acts came about because people started to become aware of what was happening in the environment and to the environment and they realized that this is our planet, this is our survival, we need to stop it. So they started to make a difference. So the first Earth Day, big celebration, big success, lots of new legislation, People started making a difference. We started cleaning up the environment. We started helping our planet, realizing that if we don't make these changes, it's going to be too late. So what has happened since? Well, over the years, there has been some successes, and there's been some failures, too, as far as the environment goes. Does Earth Day bring the attention? Well, I think it used to. Now, my problem with the whole Earth Day celebration these days is they are not big enough and they're not often enough. What do I mean by that? Well, I am a strong believer in Earth Day every day. You should be celebrating our planet every day. You should be aware of our planet every day, not just one day a year. There's 365 days a year and we're going to celebrate only one day. What about the other 364 days? We just forget about the planet? Not very good odds there. That's why I think we should always celebrate Earth Day every single day. I'm not talking about big parties. I'm not talking about demonstrations on the streets. That would be great, but it just wouldn't happen, I know it. So what do I mean by celebrate Earth Day every day? Well, I'm talking about lifestyle changes. I'm talking about celebrating it by taking care of the planet in your own way. The choices you make, the things you do each day, do make a difference for our planet. You may not realize it, but it does. Whether you are buying a pair of sneakers, as an example, okay, where did those sneakers come from? Did they travel from another country? And if they did, that's a lot of air pollution from whatever means of transport they had to take, whether it was a boat or a plane or, you know, that's a lot of pollution going into the air. A lot of fuel being used to get those pair of sneakers from another country all the way here. So was it made locally? If it was, great, less transportation. What are the materials being used? Were the materials taken from the environment in a sustainable way. There's a lot of resources that we're overusing out there, and if we run out of those resources, we won't have them and we're gonna be in trouble. So a simple thing like buying sneakers. I know I just ruined your day because you thought it was so simple. You can just go on Amazon, click on a button, and you've got sneakers. Um, but think about where they came from. Think about the materials that they were made from. Think about how long they'll last. Are they a pair of sneakers that were cheaply made so they're going to last maybe a year at the most? Or are they going to last you 10 years so you don't have to buy another pair? 
What about food shopping? You know, when you go to the supermarket, do you look for that label that says organic? Or do you put a lot of chemicals into the environment? Yeah, if it doesn't say organic, then they probably were sprayed with pesticides or herbicides. And so all these things make a difference. And you may say, well, I'm just one person. I can't make a difference. Sure you can. You can make a difference by changing your lifestyle and showing other people that you've changed it. So I do that all the time. I try to live as green a lifestyle as possible. Notice I didn't say, I live a green lifestyle. No, as best as possible. There's improvements even I can make, and I've been trying to live a green lifestyle for quite a few years now. Everyone can make improvements, and I love talking to other people about the way I live a green lifestyle because it helps them to see that, hey, it's not so difficult. What I want you to do, this is kind of your homework. Oh no, a podcast with homework. I hope I didn't turn you off and you're going to shut this off, right? No, it's really easy homework. Don't worry about it. Um, what I want you to do is for the next week, just think about the environment as often as you can. Okay, every time you go somewhere, every time you do something, think about how is this harming or helping the environment? Do I need to make that extra trip to the store? Wasting gas? Causing air pollution? So, I mean, it seems difficult, but once you get in the habit of doing it, it's really pretty simple. That's your homework. Why don't you think about every little move that you make? And try to figure out, can I do this differently to help the environment more? And if you do it, someone else is going to see you do it, and they'll start doing it. Make a difference by changing your lifestyle. That's how you can celebrate Earth Day every day. 50 years, and this year wasn't celebrated very much because of COVID-19. Um, so... I want you to try to celebrate Earth Day every day for the next week. Now, to help everyone to be good stewards of our planet and to celebrate Earth Day every day, we're going to devote the next several episodes to ways to live an environmentally friendly lifestyle. So if your homework didn't go over so well, listen to our next episode and we'll give you some pointers, some simple pointers so that you too can make a difference in helping the environment. Now, we would like to thank Air and Waste Management Niagara Frontier Section for sponsoring this episode of the Wild Spirit Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about this topic, or if you'd like to support our future episodes, visit our website at www.wildspirit.org forward slash podcast. Have a great day and live a good Earth Day.